0: Dive into our latest courses designed to enhance your bond with your furry friend. Whether you're a seasoned owner or a new puppy parent, there's something for everyone at dogspeak101.com. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Enroll now and take the first step toward a happier, well-behaved dog. Visit dogspeak101.com to browse our course catalog. Get 10% off all courses through February the 14th. Hey guys, and welcome to the Dog Speak podcast. I am Nikki Ivey, your host. I am thrilled that you are joining me to talk puppies, dog training, real life manners, and more. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, as well as our website at dogspeak101.com. Hey Dogspeed Geeks, hope you're having a wonderful week so far. So tonight uh, you guys are getting just me. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, But this is actually gonna be a fairly short quick podcast episode. Um, I've got one episode that I'm working on that Brett and I start to record but it was just there's so much I want to put into it. I didn't feel like it was flowing right. So I'm gonna do a little more organization on it, a little more research. Um, I want to bring something to you guys that that hopefully will get you really thinking and uh, recognizing some things that I think I've tried to get across, but uh, finding a new way to help you understand it. But I'm hoping that uh, Britt and I will get that recorded, uh, hopefully sometime this week, and get that out next weekend or next week for you guys. Um, In the meantime, though, I want to do a quick little episode Um, about something that I think is pretty important and the more I've kind of looked at it and the more that um, I've just dealt with behavior issues, I'm starting to see that uh, this is something that I think people need to be more aware about and that is using a muzzle. Um, Now when we talk about using a muzzle, uh, so many times people kind of have this negative response to it and, uh, and they think that, you know, it's, it's a cruel thing and the dogs aren't happy, but I want to try to change your mind a little bit, um, and help you understand that, that having your dog acclimated to a muzzle can be a very good thing in many different environments. And it's not just for the dog that's aggressive. So there's a, a great, uh, nonprofit that has started by Maureen Backman and um, she's out of San Francisco. but She started up the Muzzle Up Project and the Muzzle Up Project uh, was basically, uh, it was just, it basically aims to educate the public about dog behavior safety um, and why muzzles can be a good thing. So when we're talking muzzles, I want to talk basket muzzles um, and you've seen the basket muzzles. A lot of people say it looks like Hannibal Lecter But the basket muzzle is really allows the dog to still breathe, eat, take treats, um, and you know, drink water. And so, the basket muzzle is really the way to go. So, we're not talking about using the muzzle that your vet may use, which is a mesh muzzle, keeps the mouth closed. Um, That can be very stressful to dogs. Um, A basket muzzle can be used in many different ways, Um, and I really think that. We should probably make it a normal part of a dog's life to acclimate them to a basket muzzle because you never know when it might be needed. Um, A couple of different reasons you may need to use a basket muzzle um, in general is if you have a dog who is reactive to people, reactive to dogs, maybe they get aggressive playing with dogs and haven't quite learned how to adjust their behavior. You can use a basket muzzle for dogs who are like vacuum cleaners, where they pick up everything. Dogs that eat poop. You can use this for so many things, more than just a dog that may be aggressive. And I'm using air quotes with that. So I don't want you to think, well, I don't want to, you know, why do I need to get my dog to wear a muzzle? They're not aggressive. They don't bite. Again, it might be a really good thing to have them used to it for things maybe like a scary vet visit or trimming nails. You know, if you can imagine your dog being happy about the muzzle, you can use it in many different environments. And so uh, this is a really good way to get dogs learning how to play again without the fear of them um, biting a dog or attacking a dog. Um, Muzzles can also help owners to feel more relaxed so that they're not in that fearful mode of my dog bite hurt somebody or you know bite a human or bite another dog. So I think that if we really look at uh, muzzles as a positive thing that we can add to our toolbox for different situations and scenarios um, then I think that it can be a very good benefit for our dogs because if there is ever a time that your dog may be injured maybe they have something in their paw that really hurts if you have them acclimated to a basket muzzle, then you can safely work on that paw and and help them without that fear of getting bit, but also without having to put on a mesh muzzle that could add to the stress that they're already feeling about the pain and discomfort of their paw. So I really do think that getting our dogs acclimated to basket muzzles can be a really positive thing. Now, you know, not too long ago, um, I have, I have to use muzzles quite a bit with my client's dogs because I do deal with dogs that, um, you know, they bite and, uh, they're reactive. And sometimes it can be pretty inconsistent on when that biting's happening. A lot of fear-based, uh, reactivity. You can get dogs that, uh, may not bite for six months and all of a sudden they just get overwhelmed and that's all they have. And so, we do use muzzles quite a bit. Now I've been doing a little bit more research on muzzles because I am finding that a lot of my clients are struggling with finding the right fit and um, I actually got bit through a muzzle and um, and I didn't realize that the type of muzzle that the dog uh, was using um, is easy for them to get their teeth through. And so for me, that was a good thing for me because it made me go, you know what, maybe I need to look at some different muzzles and look at different things. So I started doing a little more research on that and I found some new information. Um, So, you know, that's the important thing that we continue to grow and change and learn, learn from mistakes and, um, and just find new ways to help the clients out, uh, with whatever they're struggling with and muzzle fits, uh, that's a big thing. So there are some different types of basket muzzles out there uh, with different um, holes in the front for treats and water and things of that nature. There's also a lot of different versions um, or brands out there that have a little bit of a different um, uh, material to it that can help. I usually go with a Baskerville muzzle, but um, again, as that's a good muzzle Um, I didn't realize that they are easy to bite through. Um, I've never been bitten through one until the other day. So first time for everything. Uh, So again, it taught me um, that I need to probably look to see if there are some different ones out there. Um, And there are. There are actually quite a few of basket muzzles out there. And I do recommend that you do some research yourself. Now, good news is, is there's a really wonderful website that you can go to that will answer all your questions. Um, It will give you training plan on it, on how to get your dog desensitized to it, get your dog comfortable with it, your dog really enjoying it and loving it. And there are many different ways that you can go about that. Um, And I think that if you get your dog used to it, then if you ever do need it, The dog is not going to be stressed about it because if you are using it, it could be that you're using it in a moment of stress. So, we don't want to add in a tool that's going to add more stress. So, go ahead and get your dog acclimated to a basket muzzle. So, if you do ever have to use it, uh, then you are good to go. And they do have some really pretty ones. Um, I didn't realize they have some really colorful um, muzzles. And if your dog is struggling with uh, just wearing one, it could be that it's not fitting correctly. Uh, so having that fit is very important. Um, the website that I want you to go to to check this out—it's the MuzzleUpProject.com. I'll put it in the show notes. But MuzzleUpProject.com, and I do—I really encourage you to, to take a look at the site, um, read about the different uh, basket muzzles out there, look at how the best way to train a dog using a basket muzzle. And get your dog comfortable with one because you never know when you may need to use one. And it's better to go ahead and have your dog acclimated to it uh, so that if you do have to throw one on there, um, it's not that big of an issue. Um, you know, for me, uh, my Rottweiler, she can be really nervous uh, at the vet. And so I put a basket muzzle on her more to make the, uh, the veterinary staff feel more comfortable so they're not having to be tense dealing with her. Um, and it's funny, most of the time, whenever I, I drop her off at the vet and she comes out, she's coming out without the muzzle because they don't need it. But having her on it in that moment is just to help others to feel comfortable. But, you know, if you have a dog who is reactive on leash and maybe lunges at other dogs or lunges at people or bicycles or skateboards, we need to work on that. But in the meantime, having a basket muzzle can help you feel more comfortable in dealing with that environment than being so tense and tight on that leash that you're causing more problems. So sometimes the basket muzzle, I, re- I request that the client puts the dog in a basket muzzle as much for them as for the dog, because it helps to bring their tension down and their nervousness down. Um, so plus it can help your guest feel more comfortable. Um, And, you know, and if they are maybe playing with other dogs and they've had some incidences where they've gotten into a fight with a dog, uh, then having that muzzle can help uh, during the process of teaching them how to be better social creatures with other dogs. So I want you to open your mind about this muzzle. And uh, about a basket muzzle and acclimating your dog to it and if you have smaller dogs and you have dogs with the short snouts they do have muzzles made for them uh, check out that website because that page that website's going to give you all the resources you need will answer all your questions um, it, it's absolutely wonderfully put together and I'm, I'm so glad it's out there because uh, it's something that it's it's not a normal thing that we talk about when we talk dog training Um, But I think I'm going to start, uh, you know, recommending to people, get your dog acclimated to a basket muzzle early on as a puppy. You can start it as a puppy. Of course, you'll have to change sizes as the dog grows. But if the dog learns it's just part of life, just like the leash is, just like the collar is, then you're set up for success um, if you ever do need it. So check out the website, be open to it. Um, And don't judge people when they have their dogs out with a muzzle, because there's probably a really good reason why they have it. And and the fact that they are, um, you know, able to to still take their dog out and have that enrichment and and have those joys, um, even though they're muzzled, um, I think that's a wonderful thing. I'd much rather see somebody take their dog out with a nice basket muzzle than just keep their dogs hidden inside the house or in the backyard because that's not fair to the dog and we want to do what we have to do to make a dog comfortable, to make people safe, to make other dogs safe Um, and also you know like I said if you have a dog who's just eating rocks or picking things up or eating poop you know the basket muzzle can be very helpful while working on that behavior. Uh, So really open your mind to it and consider getting your dog acclimated to a basket muzzle you know, it'll take you a month or so, um, take your time with it, but get them acclimated and let them see it as a positive so that if you ever do need it, um, it's not going to add stress to your dog. So that's just my really quick, short little episode this week. I'm really sorry that Britt's not on tonight. She's like, I don't really have much to say about muzzles and that's okay. Um, so, I am going to really work on this next episode because I think it's going to be really good. Um, I want to talk about, uh, basically we're going to talk about the genetics and breed specific genetics and um, kind of beyond the enrichment things that we've talked about before. It's There's just so much information. I'm really excited about it. And once we start talking about it tonight to record, I was all over the place and I knew you guys, you'd be lost. So I'm going to... I'm going to pull back, give you this muzzle episode this week, and then I am going to put together um, a better, a better, you know, layout for how I want that conversation to go. Uh, but we have some really exciting podcasts uh, coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking with um, some uh, a veterinarian and a therapist um, who dealt with hospice with pets. We're going to be doing that this month. Uh, so we're really excited about talking about dealing with grief, something that I think we, we all go through uh, with our dogs at one point, at some point, point. and um, we're also going to have Amanda on here. I think we're recording in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk about her, uh, how she picked out her dog, what she learned with him, and how she has turned Clark into such an amazing dog and all the things that she's learned and grasped, and um, that's going to be a really fun one. And so just, we're going to have some really good ones coming up. Again, if you guys have any ideas for episodes and things you'd like to hear about, let us know. You can shoot us an email info at dogspeak101.com. And, uh, you know, I think that it's going to be a really good, um, set of episodes this month. Uh, if I can just get my thoughts in order, because as you guys know, if you've listened to me enough or you know me personally, once I get going, I get excited. I fly by the seat of my pants. Um, and then sometimes, sometimes that pays off, but in this situation where I really want to give you some good, um, kind of scientific stuff I don't do often, but I really want to make sure I get my thoughts in order and I'm not flying by the seat of my pants on that Uh, because I think this is really important information that you guys need to hear. Uh, so be looking forward to that. And I'm really hoping that that's the episode that we give out next week. Um, if it's not next week, um, it will be, if if I don't get that done, it'll be dealing with grief next week and then maybe the week after I'll have that um, episode ready for you guys. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you to our new Patreon members. Um, we've gotten some new members. We're so appreciative and we s- love your support, love your support and very excited to have you on the team. And I just appreciate each and every one of you guys that listen, that respond to us that contact us, that reach out to us, and um, I really appreciate those that are subscribing and rating the show because if you rate the show, that's how other people can find us. And we do appreciate you sharing it with families and friends and neighbors. And um, if you have a neighborhood website and you're allowed to share it there or neighborhood Facebook page, Please share so that we can get this information out to everyone. I appreciate you guys so much. We love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week.